Hey guys, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. And as the title implies, we are talking about the effects of everything with the coronavirus in suspending professional sports, canceling college sports, including March Madness. It's myself and Jared Barnes. We try to make some sense of everything. We keep it pretty serious for about the first half of the episode, but, uh, you know, try to you know not be so depressingly serious after kind of a after kind of a crappy day we uh we really try to make some sense of everything and then about halfway through we shift to some happier topics we realized in some of the division previews we hadn't talked about jersey changes so we looked through some of the new jerseys both in the majors and in the minors um Jared talks a little bit about NASCAR there's a couple other things in there can't say it was the most fun episode we've ever recorded gotta be honest with you there but we felt like we would regret it if we didn't address everything that's going on uh originally it's supposed to be us recording the al central preview just didn't feel appropriate to do it today we're gonna do it eventually um next week we're gonna do al west at the beginning of the week maybe do the nl east at some point um but baseball has suspended opening day for two weeks so we got plenty of time to get the division previews in. So again, we felt that this was appropriate to address what's going on. Let us know what you think. It sucks that everything's going on, so we're we're here for you. Hopefully you find some sense of camaraderie through me and Jared talking about everything and, and seriously, uh you know, we we're right there with you and how you might feel. But subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the division previews once we get back into those iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, search the bullpen cart. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Come commiserate with us there. Uh, but, you know, we're going to get through this, everybody. Enjoy the episode. Do the lighter stuff. I hope you appreciate us talking about it and trying to make some sense of everything. And, um, you know, here we go. Welcome to this episode of the podcast here on the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am Jordy Cannell, G-Man. A little bit of a somber evening as uh, a lot of different leagues and the NCAA have all suspended or canceled various parts of their seasons, tournaments, etc. Originally, I was going to have Greg and Matty Dion to do... The AL Central preview, and because of everything that's going on, Greg's job got a little hectic. Matty D's life got a little hectic. Um, so I'm joined this evening by our good buddy, Mr. Jared Barnes, to d- talk about all this, make some things straight. Jared, how are you doing this evening? Jordy, how are you? We are uh, we are live, as always, here in the command center in Fairmount. And it, you did say correctly, it, it is very somber. We, we are in a time right now where, for good or bad, and I would say, to, to quote many folks that I've listened to today through sports radio and other forms of radio and articles and things of that, that we haven't seen really since uh, the unfortunate events of 9-11. Um, there's no sports, quote unquote. And this is a time where, listening to another station today, 
someone said, we as humanity, we can show the best that we are, not the negativity, not the price gouging, not being upset or pissed off because there's no sports going on. We could actually be humans. And, and I think that this is a time where we should come around and be just that way. And even though we don't have sports where we can come together, feel that group mentality that you and I see at Flyers games, Penguins game, Pirates games, Phillies games, Steelers, Eagles, well, we still don't have a basketball team in Pittsburgh, but Sixers games. Um, this is really a time where we can shine and, you know, fight something off such as the pandemic that is the COVID-19, its real name, or as we call it, the coronavirus. So in, in this time, I'm, I'm actually happy that I did message you today and you and I could talk about what's going on in the world and especially the world of sports that this blogs after. But, but truly, you know, there's a lighter side of this, too. It's a silver lining that will come out of this. So I appreciate having the time to share with you this evening, as always. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I said, um, you know, it, it seemed like a long shot anyway when we were still going to do this before Major League Baseball decided to suspend the start of opening day um, that Greg was going to be able to hop on. So it seemed like it was going to be just me and Matt. And then MLB comes out with the news. So we decided to delay it. And Greg even, for a second, it seemed like his schedule was going to open up. So I put that on the, the Facebook group. Um, and you, yeah, you reached out to me. Um, and it seemed like we for a minute we might get all four of us. Then Greg, it seemed like it was still pretty long, long shot. Matty D was going to be on call. Um as one of his brothers was at his house. I don't know if it's his brother, Ryan, uh, who is currently or was abroad. So if it is his brother, I'm glad he's home safe. Uh, or if it is yeah. Ryan, that is. Um, but yeah, then obviously it's just you and me. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have you on here. Obviously, you you are, are also tapped into, you know, the, the greater political world as well. And you pay attention to a lot of that stuff. So you can provide that that aspect to it as well, you know. And, yeah, it kind of makes some sense out of all of this. Because it is, you said the word unprecedented. And it is. It's absolutely wild. Because it's kind of crazy. Before everything got suspended, someone threw out on Twitter the last time, the only two times the Stanley Cup hasn't been awarded. Once was 16 year, 15 years ago in 2004, 2005, due to the lockout. And the other time was yep. 101 years ago because of another flu epidemic, the Spanish flu, which is... Ah. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. It's 101 years ago, 1919. It was supposed to be... They got all the way to the finals when it was still league versus league of the the Canadians of Montreal versus the Seattle Metropolitans of the... Ah. Uh, the PCHA, uh, which I think... There's a lot of cool circle right here, unfortunately, right yeah. now. Yeah. For the good and the bad. Yeah. So it's kind of a... Releasing the... Weird that, you know... You hear about like one, you know, hundred year floods and all that sort of stuff, and that it. I'm not saying that that hockey's going to cancel the season. I think they're trying their best to get back as soon as possible. Adam Silver came out within the last hour, recording this around nine thirty Eastern, of uh, saying that mm-hmm. it's probably going to be about a month. Earlier today, they said two weeks, um, which I think mm-hmm. the owners and players wanted to try to get there, but Silver's airing on the side of caution. Uh, obviously, they were the first ones. They were the first domino in all of this when when. Everything with Rudy Gobert, which if you haven't seen this, he it turned out he literally coughed in the face of coronavirus at a press conference on Monday night, and then last night had flu-like symptoms. The game ends up getting called and suspended. He goes to the hospital and tests positive for it. 
and that was after a couple other games had been suspended. At the Oklahoma City game, somebody was apparently throwing up in the stands, uh, which, you know, was... Wasn't that, the same, wasn't that the same game? Was that was it Oklahoma City, Utah? I might, I might be thinking... It might be might be one of the same. I know there were a bunch of games that did get suspended. The Sixers didn't. It was kind of all over the place because there were. This is Wednesday night. There were basketball games being played and played to their fullest. The Sixers. I think the Sixers were the last recorded full game. So that was part of Sixers Twitter mm-hmm. saying they're the last ones to win a game. So they they're the last. They they get the NBA title. But um, we did it. But then there's some games that end up getting canceled. It halftime or in the third quarter and then some that just didn't even get played at all and they were to be made up and about it probably about 9 30 so 24 hours ago right now the nba after earlier in the day saying we're gonna play all of our games not in front of fans said you know what we're gonna we're going to suspend the season indefinitely nhl ends up jumping in to say we're gonna do the same so does the mls and then this afternoon the real the real dagger, if MLS wasn't one of being an outdoor sport, was Major League Baseball in the midst of spring training games going on, saying spring training is, is for all intents and purposes, done, and opening day is going to be delayed by at least two weeks, which opening day would have been two weeks ago today on the 26th, and now it's going to be at least two weeks later, so at least into April, I would imagine that whenever any of these sports do resume, that they're not going to be... The the NHL and NBA aren't going to play to a full 82 games for their for their regular seasons. Hockey is about 14 per team. Basketball is a little higher than that because their playoffs start a little later. And I would definitely imagine baseball does a shortened season. I don't know if that's just... You decide to cancel interleague play and just do all AL, all NL because that knocks off 20 games per team or or however it goes but there's definitely a lot there not even just on the sporting side or the 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 game side of, of the sports business but just a lot of other people that whose jobs are currently kind of held in limbo of you know because the wells fargo center for instance isn't hosting anything for the rest of march so there's a lot of people there who are not professional athletes they're average joes like you and me who work security or they're you know, checking you in when and checking your tickets, or they're you serving you a beer or a slice of of Lorenzo's pizza, or selling you a jersey or a concert T-shirt or whatever it happens to be. And you know, that's what I mean by that is that Dan and Shay was supposed to be tonight. Emily, the fiance, was supposed to go. Billy Eilish was supposed to be tomorrow night. That's canceled. Everything throughout the rest of it is so. And as Montgomery County here in Pennsylvania is is for all intents and purposes completely shut down. You know, a lot of people's jobs are, are really on pause. And that's normally when, when these kind of big community hurting is not the best phrasing, but in that same way of the community rallies around sporting events. You saw yeah. it with, and I'm going to start with Vegas, with the Golden Knights' run, mm-hmm. given everything that happened mm-hmm. before that. I was about to use the Astros, but there's a cloud over that now. But they had the flood in 2017 yeah. when they went on to win the World Series, and that's what the good story was, but the Red Sox in 2013. Yeah, you know, but like there's, but sports are normally what communities rally around in these, these hard times. And that's kind of the, the kind of deflating thing with this. Obviously you and I love sports to a huge degree. Conference championship week is, is one of my favorite weeks of the year. And 
I think it's sneakily oh, more exciting than, than the first two days of the tournament. And that's completely yeah. canceled now. And all so, spring sports are canceled too. So it's wild. You, you waxed poetic very well there. And I mean, you, you, I couldn't have said that any better. The one thing I'm going to start back with Mr. Gobert and then we're going to get lighter. Yeah. He, as you said, he coughed no pun or pun intended in the face of coronavirus. Yeah. COVID-19. And he was the first to test positive for it. Um, his oh, for, actions. Oh, professional in, athletes, you should say. Yes. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Um, irreprehensible. And frankly, in my opinion, I believe he should be let go by the Utah Jazz. Okay. Uh, I believe that is a breach of contract. I believe that is you've made light of a situation that is it's a pandemic. The was it's five or six teams, uh, the, the other five teams that they have played now are quarantined. And how many folks are on an NBA roster? Just players. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. That's 60 individuals, plus coaches, plus staff, plus their family. So one individual, and I'm not accusing him of this, but if you look at the, you know, the community spread aspect that we're looking at right now, you done, you done did wrong, kid. Now, there's two things I want to say about this. Number one, it is a fluid situation. It will get worse before it gets better. Um, I've had family call me knowing the fact that I live in Philadelphia and I also work in Montgomery County, which is quote unquote, the epicenter of Pennsylvania right now. As of today, when Governor Wolf made his declaration that essentially shut Montgomery County down, there was 13 of the 22 cases in Pennsylvania or in Montgomery County. It's one of the biggest counties in Pennsylvania outside of Philadelphia and Allegheny County, both of which I live in. And we have to be prepared. Uh, my former life working for the YMCA, seven YMCAs and the seventh largest association in the U.S. are now shut down for the next two weeks. That brings me to my next point of this fluid situation. It's the human element. For those individuals that are pissed off that we're shutting down sports where 18,000, 20,000, 25,000, 30,000 folks plus are at an event. You're pissed off that you can't go watch the Flyers, the Penguins, the Sixers, the Yankees. Get a grip. One person can cause two people, four people eight people, 16 people, et cetera. You, you get what I'm saying here. We need to be cautious as a human race right now because we see what happened in Wuhan, China, and then has spread across the globe. As you said, it happens roughly every 100 years, if not 50 years. These things occur. However, we put these precautions in place, and I, I want to say I watched it a few times. Mark Cuban, good Pittsburgh boy, his reaction last night, when he saw that the NBA was going to be suspended for these couple weeks here. But what's what, what did he talk about, Jordy? He talked about the human element. Mm -hmm. This man is a, a, a zillionaire a hundred times over. And I'm, I'm being very glib with how I'm putting that because of his work with Shark Tank and the Mavericks. 
the first people he thought about were the folks that take the tickets, mm-hmm. clean the bathrooms, folks that are in every single one of the arenas that we go and frequent and we think nothing about. Yep. Those folks make our experiences at all of these different sporting events tolerable, mm-hmm. fun. We know those people in some instances. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban said, we are going to put something in place so these people still get a paycheck. Which is great. There is a human element here that we need not forget about. Absolutely. Obviously, outside and, of the world and, of sports, there's also you know schools shutting oh, down and with kids in there too. But we're just we want to keep it in the in the realm of sports. So in case and someone's that, wondering really, we why we're not do. saying that, you know, that's why we're yeah. doing it. Exactly, and and I think that's as deep as we'll get on this subject tonight. Mm-hmm. But we want people to to realize that you and me love our sports. Hell, even our co-ed sports league yep. is being suspended for a week. Yep. Because we're not sure how this is going to pan out here in Philadelphia. Now, luckily, back in Western PA with my family, there's no said cases yet. That's good. And and unfortunately, a, a very close neighbor of mine passed away. And I'm going home this weekend. And I'm even leery about leaving Philadelphia and going home. Because mm-hmm. you, ju- you just never know. Not saying that I do have it or don't have anything. But you don't know if you're a healthy individual. Absolutely. So... It's one of those where we are just going to preach here. We're not going to make light of this and joke as people have. And, and and I would ask folks that listen to this, and we've done it too. You know, don't joke about it as much as you can because this is a serious situation. But, but be wary and think about your fellow humans as you're going around. You know, cough into your sleeve, you name it. I'm not telling you what to do. Wash your hands. Sing happy birthday. Or apparently you can sing the thong song, and that works too. Oh. And place a happy birthday. So if you get sick of happy birthday, the thong song or, or some other song for 20 seconds. But this is a very unprecedented and fluid time in our lifetime, Jory. And I can't say this is the last time it's going to be like this. And hell, we might be in positions of power one day where we're dealing with this. Yep. Yet I know that I, I really think we're going to come out better with this and it's going to show us what our deficiencies are as, as a race of humans, uh, but also governments. And that's all I'm going to say with it. We're here for sports, but, it, but you, you know, how I feel about it, man. It, it, I think, I think the best about humanity most times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think, you know, it's, it's, we've certainly gotten to the point where, and you, you kind of hit the nail on the head when you're talking about people that are upset of not being able to go to games. And I feel like there was the initial shock when they were throwing it out there being like, will this really happen? To, oh my God, it's going to happen. When the NCAA announced they were doing it for March Madness, you kind of knew. That was, to me, that was the first real punch. And then the second Without one to me. Fame. The second one to me wasn't the NHL or NBA getting suspended because you figure you figure that neither of them for how big that both have gotten in the last few years, especially both having had lockouts within the last 10 years and, and kind of knowing the consequence of that, um, you'd figure they would at, le- at, at the very least figure out some way to, you know, hurry it up to get it to the playoffs or even just do an expanded playoff system or whatever it is. But the biggest, the, the two to the, the jab was March madness saying no fans, and the two, yep. the cross, was baseball getting delayed? Because you would think being outdoors, 
potentially yeah. should, in theory, you know, it's still, you know, the you know the breeze is still going and there's still oxygen in the air, but it's not contained. It's, you know, it's not a, it's not you're you know packing yeah. thirty thousand people into into a stadium. It's a forty thousand person open air space, and and to think that that's even, you know, unsafe. Really, that's the big glass jaw moment. Um, to really yeah. think it, to think about it there. Cause you know, it, at first when they threw out like, Oh, there aren't going to be fans. And you're thinking like, Oh, that's not going to be exciting. But like, I was talking to a buddy today of like, we, of thinking, well, we, are they going to come up where we might have, a, yeah. you know, to use your, your optimism in, in the human spirit of, we might come up with new ways to experience sports on television because of this thinking, because the XFL was one of the first leagues to do this. And, Vince McMahon coming up with so many things that ended up being adopted from the original XFL to the NFL in the last 20 years, thinking maybe he comes up with something kind of as a kind of being glib about it. But, you know, and now now that that they're suspended, I'd I'd almost rather it have that be that way. And we figure out something that maybe becomes a lasting effect to how the NBA and NHL playoffs go forward in terms of will they do more teams or how how does that happen and. Is it something that we want to take going forward, or or how that happens? I'm kind of rambling here, so I'll I'll, uh, you know, I'll cut myself off. But the the baseball, really, and, and I'm not trying to just keep it on here because we're replacing a baseball preview podcast. It's called the bullpen cart. But that was the the big one, and a good friend of our of both of ours, Seth, who came on with you for the NL Central, sent me that baseball represents the spring returning and just hope for the rest Rebirth. of the year. Yeah, the rebirth and that you're you're delaying that feeling, that rebirth feeling, and and that's sort of why, I mean, seeing where the Sixers and optimism of the win last night and how well the Flyers have been doing, you know, whatever that'll come back, but not getting to see the Phillies like April and the Phillies, and same thing with the Masters. And I, golf is the only sport that's really going on right now, which I hope can, and I I think NASCAR is too, as you were just telling me, and maybe we jump into that a little bit after we we lighten things up. Yeah. And hopefully those stay, but the baseball delay is the real gut punch to me. Yeah, and I think so, too, because you and I, and I can say even further than you myself with my years of baseball, that's what you look for. I mean, recently we had that 70-degree day, and you know that first day you're in your car and you can roll your windows down and crank your music. Yep. Whatever you listen, that's when you're like, you just feel like even talking about it right now, you're like, damn, I know that feeling. It was kind of that way today. It was 51 degrees and I was in oh, shorts and a jacket today. Exactly. And and you take a look at it and, I, and I'll go back to it right now. So I, I paused Sports Center as I was watching before we came on. And I want folks, those who are listening to, to the bullpen cart here, to think about this. The NCAA has canceled the championships and sports. Granted, moving forward, in the winter, basketball, bowling, fencing, ice hockey, indoor track and field, gymnastics, rifle, skiing, swimming, diving, and wrestling. Then the boys boys and girls of summer, baseball, beach volleyball, golf, lacrosse, rowing, softball, tennis, outdoor track and field, men's volleyball, and women's water polo. Mm -hmm. These seniors are never going to live that last bit. So it's it's interesting you mentioned that. So I follow the voice of Lehigh women's basketball on Twitter, and he was in the room 
when they were told that their season was over. They were competing in the semifinals of the Patriot League tournament up in Boston. They're yeah. playing, they were supposed to play BU. And the he said that this is something they could go they could turn around and win a national championship next year and it would not be as powerful of a moment as what he experienced today. And that's that's heartbreaking to hear. Like originally the Ivy League was just the one that canceled it and you mentioned lacrosse, five three of the top 5 teams in in men's lacrosse are Ivy League schools. So their season's Correct. done. Uh, but now now everyone's season is done. But just hearing that the seniors that don't get it that just Again, communities rally around those sort of things, whether it's a college team, a high school team, and a lot of high schools are, are suspending their play, and and some states are even stepping in to just say, no, Connecticut did it last week before any other professional sports even said no fans. They, they just canceled it. So, to, like, those are the things, you know, you played club baseball, I played club hockey, but you know, I didn't really, I mean, aside from one appearance in a club baseball game when you needed a guy, my last baseball game was 11 years ago, and and you know yeah. that was really it for me. And same with football, and you know those were nights. And granted, my my football career got cut short because of a concussion, but still, senior night felt like something to me, even though I wasn't playing. Are you saying you're Reggie Ray? Why have we not known this? Um, I only had one concussion in high school, but okay, uh, right. yeah, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have the uh, the counter like in not another teen movie, but um, which I have to clarify because it's the same actor. It, yes. <laughs> sorry it's sports are an important part of our lives even if you're not a sports fan you're one of those folks like i don't like sports you at least know enough that there's a ton of people who like sports hell our team name is sports exclamation point inflection joe flannery there's a lot that goes on and it, it is and, and and charles barkley i was listening to him today on the fanatic and in his comments when the NCAA, they said no fans, but then they took so long to cancel. And this is a criticism. This is the last criticism I'll give this evening. You waited so long to cancel. You have these healthy youth out on this out on the court from Division One through Division Three. Penn State Harris, I believe it was Penn State Harrisburg, was the first team to play without fans in a Division Three tournament. They were the ones on the bench cheering defense and making crowd noise and doing crowd cheers at their game with no fans. Yeah. It's a multi-million to billion dollar industry, and we get that. Kids get ill. They play in the same stadiums, arenas, places. PPG place, that's the reason I say that as our professional sports teams that could have been subject to COVID-19, the novel coronavirus. And they go home. And the most susceptible groups right now are their grandparents. And their grandparents, if they're still God willing with us, hugging a kiss, how you doing, kid? Something happens. I'm, I'm happy the NCAA made the call that they did as well as the other sports here. I mean, and we'll, we'll go into it now, you know, NASCAR is going to race without fans. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they said, you know what, we're stopping the PGA tour without fans. And I wanted to get your take. I saw this before we came on Rory McIlroy pretty much said, he goes, honestly, everybody out here should get tested right now to see if a caddy or a golfer 
as the virus. Okay. And then they cut it off. And his second thought with that was, if somebody does, shut it down. Think about that. You're at the players right now. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Augusta. Augusta, no fans. You're not selling pimento cheese sandwiches for $1.64. There's no fan. You're only hearing the breeze through the azaleas. That's eerie. Yeah, unfortunately, it'll, it'll be eerie just because you won't have the the guy who. Plus, beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's Augusta. Yeah, but it, it the thing with golf that's so interesting, and I'll do I'll address Rory's quote in a second. But the nice thing about golf because they've done tour events where they haven't had fans, um, and even some some events. Ha- are l- lacking the galleries comparatively to the masters, the players, US, you know, comparatively to the majors and the pseudo majors and the playoffs and all that stuff. Um, but the nice thing about golf is that because it's so focused on the actual, you know, the, the golfers themselves and what's going on, that that could, that, that the only thing you're really missing, and this goes back to Augusta, is, you know, a guy on. 16 or at amen corner you know guy puts a ball in the water on 12 and and you miss the oh or the the roar of the crowd is that augusta is so well known for in that experience uh not that other places don't as well but augusta is just so legendary in that way but yeah so i think that's another kind of going back to and this is the, the eternal optimism in me of thinking well will we figure out ways to take the broadcast to another level because Agreed. unlike with unlike with with college sports or even the pros where you know they they pan the crowd for signs for crazy fans in one instance Brent mm-hmm. Musburger making comments about a quarterback's wife uh, or fiance oh. at the time but now a wife um man that was 7 years ago how wild is that um wow yeah kept the the AJ McCarron uh, and Catherine, uh, what was her last name before? She's now Catherine McCarron, I'm pretty sure. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I just think that there's some, like, we can, f- I think that there's an opportunity here to to figure that kind of stuff out. And I, I hope that no one does. I agree that getting tested is better than just saying, oh, you know, turning a blind eye to it. Because I think that's what, kind of going back to, to Rudy Gobert, look. That's literally what he was doing. He was turning a blind eye and coughing in his face to be punny. Um, I don't know necessarily if you say shut it down. I would say you get a you know you get a sick you get a sick day or whatever it is. You're you know you get a missed cut or if you were supposed to play in it or what whatever it happens to be. Um, but then again, they are a lot of them are members of the PGA Tour of the European Tour. Um, and are flying around to different to different countries around the uh, around the world, and uh, you know, especially with different you know political aspects of this now being put into place, that might just be a little too tough to to try to go. Golf is a little bit different because of that. Um, but yeah, it's hopefully that there you know the stateside tournaments continue, and American players, European players, whomever that that want to continue to play can because. It is something that I that kind of going back to it being outdoors and so spread out. Like I, you know, I'm going to try to play as much golf as possible, especially once it gets warm. So why can't yeah, the absolutely. pros? You know, yeah. yeah. Why can't the pros? And I, I don't mean to say oh, that. 
in a in an ignorant space there. So take that for what you will. Exactly, and I and I think you know we and folks, if if you do listen to this, we need to be serious on this because this is a time where this is something that's affecting all of us. If if not yet, it will soon. And I don't mean that to be to set a panic or be obligatory in it. It, it will. Somebody somebody will be affected by this. And I, I think it's smart for all these different organizations to go ahead and make these decisions to postpone, cancel, s- suspend, you name it, their seasons. Because it's it's a at the end of the day, it's a kid's game that folks younger than us and around our age are getting paid millions of dollars to play. And we go and we watch the games and my favorite team's been in a slide lately and your favorite team has been in one heater and a half. And we're going to take a pause right now. And if I could put a silver lining on it, any of our hurt players have extra time to get healthy. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the Sixers take. Ben Simmons is back. He's, he's supposed to be out for another four weeks, and that's how long the NBA is pausing for, or at least right now. <laughs> uh, that's the 180. Yeah, you know, I mean, plenty of players. The Bucks are in that same, same situation that the Lakers are with LeBron, with, with AD, who have missed games here and there and continually show up questionable, and that's just the NBA. I mean, there are plenty of players on both the Flyers and Penguins that are banged up. Any team, you name it. Um, but yeah, that's the, it's the positive spin there. And that's what, I feel like that's what we have to do is just continue to take that positive spin to it and, and look at the bright sides. And I, and I think that's where we go with the rest of this pod tonight. I really do. So I think we talk about, I, do you want to go minor and then major, or do you want to go major than minor with baseball? Yeah. So kind of to give an idea of what Jared's talking about, we, we realized that in a couple of the podcasts we've done, so we're about halfway through our division previews, we're supposed to do our fourth one tonight, realized, and in light of Monday's episode with, with my good buddy Mike Clark, we have not really talked about, we talked about the changes of roster, but we did not talk about changes in uniform. And Jared, I think we start with the minor leagues. We go up, or we start at the bottom and go up. And I know you brought a couple good minor league ones, so I'll let you lead off. So I th- think, and let's see how. So you know, two that are close to us right now. We'll start with we'll start with the great state of Delaware. Okay. I think we need to talk about this first, then we'll go from there. So the great state of Delaware, we have the Blue Rocks, very close to us. Yes. However, this wasn't the original reason we brought this up. You said, "Yo, look at this funky hat we got here," and then I did a little digging. And then we found Mr. Celery. Yes. Not Mr. Peanut. Peanut. And if some of you listen to a certain rock radio station here, they have something called the Cardboard Classic. Not Mr. Peanut. And Jordy, I don't even know if you've heard this, but the Cardboard Classic is an event where out of tape, cardboard, paint, and nothing electronic, nothing metal, you build these sleds and then you run them down the hill. And a lot of you might have seen on Barstool Sports that a peanut mobile was made. Okay. And a gentleman made a cardboard Mr. Peanut costume to go down on one ski in front of the peanut mobile. 
Unfortunately, the ski broke. And this cardboard peanut mobile, which had 35 people inside of it, I do believe, hit him. He broke his jaw in four places. <laughs> Yow. It went on Barstool about two million times. His name's Mike. I, I've been listening the last couple of days. It's the Preston and Steve show. Um, and just, just, just bonkers that this guy got that hurt. But then when you watch the video, you're like, all right, we can see it. So I say this because there's a mysterious vegetable to quote an article that the blue rocks have. And to re to quote this article from 2017, Benjamin Hill, who is Mr. Celery? Jordy, we had no idea till we saw that. No. So apparently there is an adult human sized pizza piece of celery when the home team ever scores a run since 2000 mr celery emerges from the quote-unquote dank dark depths of their stadium and you just see this dude in this ratty celery costume or lady run around and just get frenzied and to quote over the past 18 seasons now 20 he has become nothing less than a delaware icon almost equal to popularity to the titans of the state, such as former vice president and current presidential candidate Joe Biden. Crazy. Jordy, your thought. Yeah, looking at a picture of him, and we'll put a – I'll put a link to this. Maybe it'll be the – no, no, that would be inappropriate to have that as the, the thumbnail yeah, of the, the blog post. But I'll put a link to this article on the, the show notes. Um, yeah, they're, they're, so the logo – that's on this hat and the way that we, we started with this. It is looks like a green tie-dye hat that has yep. imagine the Brian Griffin peanut butter jelly time where he's in the banana costume. Yes. Like that kind yes. of logo where he has the hands up, uh both number ones on the hat, and a pointed nose, and then you see the real the real Mr. Celery. And it's Garrett. Man, is it uh is it something? It looks like he's a combination of Green Man from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, no, that's Day Man. Um, but, and then the actual piece of celery. The thing that gets me is the what's supposed to be like the, the ends of, the, of it, the, the bloom, if you will. They look like, mm -hmm. like spikes or something. I, you know, I don't know. And he has this wide mouth like he's shocked like a south park character almost um yeah the real life mr I think the south crazy is the third mascot on south park between the the two that won for the south park you know what's yeah. vote vote or die no 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 the uh the douches or the shit sandwich yeah, yeah that's the vote or die episode oh and is stan, that what, okay yeah, I wasn't stan, sure. stan goes to live with the uh i forget what the name of the, the village is and they find out oh, he doesn't okay. want to vote, and they, they don't let him. But they also have a new hat. Read a book. That, uh, you know, they're the Blue Rocks, BR, that uh, it has that those initials on there with the B, the inside of the B, being in the shape of the state of Delaware. So there's one that has, they have two, and, and I guess they're both alternate, uh, alternate hats for them. But one is a, both are the light, the light blue and one is uh, has, has a trim of yellow, it looks like almost, or maybe a Mr. Celery Green. And the other is orange, which, uh, you know, I like it. It's solid. Um, 
if there was some red, maybe you could uh, send it off to Boston Rob of Survivor fame. You know, BR, uh, maybe yeah. uh, hide the, the outline of Delaware. Maybe he doesn't even notice. He lives in Florida now, so who knows? Um, but we did have the other one that you sent me, which is fantastic. Another yeah, and, and, and fairly local that. area team. And, and, and it's really cool. And so the Blue Claws. Lakewood Blue Claws. Yep, the Phillies affiliate. They won them, you know, Thursday games. They wanted to, there's the alternate uniform. Well, because you know, know what they're doing on Wednesdays, right? What are they doing on Wednesdays? They're doing White Claw Wednesdays. They'll be the Lakewood White Claws. That is not true. I'm dead serious. Uh, Joe Flannery, second shout out, no laws. Jared, I um, want to know who, who hates something more. Do you hate White Claw more than Greg hates Mike Trout? Who Greg hates Mike Trout? Did oh, you see him put that ball into orbit? That oh, golf yeah. ball? Yeah, the golf ball. Yeah, Greg does not like Mike Come Trout. On. That's what Ooh. that's what led me he's mad. Very American. Me mad in a Boston. I very un American. That's what led me, Greg, and Matt to wanting to do the podcast all together. Was I sent Greg in a group chat with Matt the a screenshot of Mike Trout being the number one rated player on ESPN.com, and I said, "Uh oh, Greg." Just knowing that that Greg responding to me like, "Oh, this is bullshit," would trigger Matt, and oh man. It was great. It was a great way to spend. I think it was Monday, while I'm just working and seeing the. Did you have your popcorn ready? Oh, oh, you know I did. It was great. It was nice. Send it at lunchtime, my afternoon, where I've ha- I'm having a very busy couple weeks at work or a couple very busy week at work. Um, a lot of stuff to test, and as I'm testing, I just see all these texts come in. Fun reading while I'm waiting for certain things to process. What was that? Was that supposed to be the curb theme? No, 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 that, no, that was just uh, all the messages coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just had the vibrate on, so it's just... I like that, too. But anyway. But we digress. Uh, yeah. So the Blue Claws so, Thursdays. After, after White... That just disappoints me so much. White Claw Wednesdays. So on Thursdays, there is a beach theme hat, and I think it's a really... It's a neat hat. I might even purchase this hat, because it's just cool. So the Blue Claws... Blue crab. He's a little Hermy guy. So if you look at this hat, it looks like a beach ball. It's red, blue, and yellow, and white. The bill is tan. And then you see the blue claw kind of tipping up a, a little uh, sandcastle bucket as his back. And that's going to be the logo on the jersey, too. And I think that is a very, very, because they're the Lakewood blue claws. Yeah. Just, you know, it gives the jer- quote-unquote Jersey Shore experience over the summer. And I think with everything that goes on in Philadelphia and the mass exodus of people going to from Philadelphia and the surrounding area to New Jersey, and this is the Lakewood, New Jersey team, I think it's a very slick look. I think they did a great job on it. It's, it's, it's cute. I got to admit that. Yeah, it is a good hat. So to describe it a little bit, uh, mention the beach ball. So the for the front of it, it's divided into four quadrants. Um, front is white, the two sides are red and yellow, the back is blue. Um, you mentioned the hermit crab, right? It's a hermit crab logo with the two blue claws, blue claw crabs. Uh, and what it's using as its home is a sandcastle, which is awesome. So that's, uh, you can buy shirts, 
Uh, they also, if you look at other ones, they have one that looks like it's an octopus, an octopi, uh, or an octopi. Whoa, um, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, if you're on their site, I also sent you the uh, the link to White Claw Wednesday, so you can uh, oh, check out nice. the ni- the nice jerseys. Oh. <laughs> oh, love it! I love it. Once it's more official, I'll let the blog know about a uh, uh, how uh, my employer and I Ooh. are working uh, with uh, another affiliate here uh, in the minor league system. I'm still bummed they got rid of the River Sharks. By the way, if we're speaking of New Jersey oh, dude, minor league teams. Me. So they played. So for those that don't know, this team played in Camden, and they were right underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge, and they're like they're knocking the stadium down. It's a bummer, dude. That's a jellyfish. That ain't an octopus. Oh, it's a jellyfish. Ooh, okay. Or that's an octopus jelly. That's weird. That is weird. Uh, I think that's the perfect time, though. Get out of the weird. Go to the majors. Oh, oh. So yes. So. I like what the majors is doing this year. Yeah. Other than I'm seeing this photo of Manny Machado. Manny, you're, you're looking thick in the face. And is somebody who looks hey, thick in the face currently. Hey, I we can do, say that. We don't, uh, we don't, we don't eat shame here. You're allowed to, you're allowed to enjoy I, yourself. I, I, I mean, I might've had a bottle of wine tonight. I digress. I'm currently sitting on a nice going... Dock Street beer. Ooh, very nice, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going retro this year, Jordy. Yeah, a lot the of Padres. retro cho- uh, choices. I love it. And you know me with my retro jerseys. Yes. Love Quite the collection. Them. Congratulations to your Phillies on having Yingling as the official beer of the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, and yeah. coming out with the old pecans. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. I think that's great. Oh, yeah. Um. Padres are going back to Tony Gwynn Brown. Yeah, these are. I think that's a good look. These are. I've exciting. always liked the father. They look nice. Yes, I like them. I I think just the just the look of them. You're going to a straight brown jersey. We went to a brown school. You know, it's nice. I always like the pinstripe on a jersey. I always like the look of mixing a a, a heavy color. With a with a different colored bottom mm-hmm. or an all white, I think it looks great. Yes. I really do. Yeah, and, um, and I think it's nice too. Ooh. So they went back to the brown, which you were mentioning, with this nice mustard. We'll call it. Um, I think it's nice too because they do. The- they um they obviously have you know a number of different navy bases near San Diego, including the one Top Gun is based off of. And so they have their their camo unis, and the camo unis incorporated this this mustard and brown uh, theme to it. It wasn't just they had for a while. They had one for every branch of the military, which is fantastic. Um, but it, at times it was you know, you'd have a team whose primary color was blue, and they're wearing their blue jerseys, their blue jerseys to represent the navy. And you're wondering, you know, it, there was a little bit of a, it almost seemed like a discrepancy. And I don't want to sound like I'm putting down the navy or anything like that, even though. Go Army, beat Navy. But I think it's uh, all positive vibes towards the, the Padres, which uh, yes. both Mike and I are very high on. If you have not listened to the NL West pod, go listen to it. Well, I think, too, with them, they were one of the first organizations to go with the um, military-themed jerseys. Yes. 
which, which was great. And I mean, I have, and a lot of people confuse it all the time to a San Diego Padres, the S and the interlock, my high school, it's my favorite cap. And you know, it is the purple cap, but it was Navy at one point, mm-hmm. uh, for South Allegheny, the S and the A, they interlocked them like that. Uh, like the S and the D on the Padres, uh, hats. So kind of partial myself, but love the look. I think it's great. Um, you know, it, it's really a good look. And, yeah. th- and that takes us to to go into another retro rook. Um, Stan Ross, he's the boss, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Ernie, S- still can't believe he's gone. But the Brew Crew. Yeah. For the 50th anniversary, also 50 years in Milwaukee, excuse me. Going back to the Robin Yount era of jerseys. Going with a Milwaukee in a cursive, going to a cream, going to a stripe, and then just a straight gray. Um, I think the jerseys look good. I do as well. Um, so that yeah, they also go back to the M and the B logo, which they used for a yep. while. Um, and it's a little bit Whoa. of a remix of it. It's a little more, uh, a little sharper than the the old yes. version was, uh, and a little more obvious that it's MB. The previous one looked like a baseball glove that was a little more of a hidden logo. This one they've uh, they've really yep. emphasized that there is that there is in fact a B where the thumb is. Um, but yeah, they um, crazily enough, this was always a fun fact that I'd like to throw out to people: of the Brewers were one of such teams that didn't that previously did not have their city name on their away jerseys. They said the Brewers on all of them, and now their away jerseys. Now their away jerseys say Milwaukee. Yeah, it's something you don't notice because the Ooh. Phillies are one team, and I think it's partially why I find this so fascinating. But like the Pirates, they say Pittsburgh on their away jerseys. Or even the Dodgers, if you think about it, they use the same exact font for Dodgers and Los Angeles on Home and Away. So you don't really even notice it, and you don't think about it until you hear that, and you realize, oh shit, the Phillies do just say Phillies on all their jerseys, and Los Angeles is noticeable. Like, the Yankees are a little more obvious because it's just the pinstripes with the NY logo versus New York. Same thing with the Red Sox or the Mets. But some of those teams... Some of those teams, it's uh, you know a little more hidden in sight. So now Milwaukee is uh, they've gone they've gone away from that. But not to say that I don't like their jerseys. They have this dark blue jersey going with the their new darker blue color. Man. What'd you say? It's old school. Yeah, it's old school. But they, I feel like this was that the dark blue jerseys that they had when they had more of the wheat brown color. You know their old logo. Mm-hmm. But now yep. it has the, it almost looks like the script, it's Milwaukee in script. It almost looks like the script that Miller's in on, like a Miller High Life bottle. I mean, it it looks like the script on my Lehigh jersey hanging in my lo- uh, upstairs in my closet. Jared's locker room. My, my locker room, all them lockers. Um, no, I think it's a great look, and, and I think that segues perfectly. And I think we thought we talked we talked about it with the NL Central pod mm-hmm. that the only thing the Pirates have going for this year is bringing back the script Pittsburgh. You did talk about this, which I, yeah, which I think is just such a sweet look. I mean, I actually I'm taking a look right now. I actually have one of the icy light bottles when they put Pittsburgh on it like that, hanging out down here in the command center right now. Um, I've always enjoyed when they step back. And they do that because going to the past with some of this, it's a great look because it gives the fans, it isn't a new Jersey that comes out in left field. Like the NHL has been doing recently. Mm -hmm. 
I, I think personally, and, and we've talked about this with the NHL and some of the other leagues, like the Steelers went back to an older jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see the Eagles go back to a Kelly Green. Yeah, that's been. I a, think that would be great. That's been that's been a a hot topic of conversation in Philadelphia. Yep. Of, not even of conversation of that of want in the city that people want Kelly Green to come back. Not that the Midnight Green isn't great, but the Kelly Green is just so awesome. Um, I like that they did we, the Rain jerseys too, right? right? Or is that was that was that a thing last year? Yeah, the Rangers. They said it's a new one too. Yeah. Looking at it, I like the light blue. It kind of like with the stripe down, the thick stripe like the 80s, like the Expos going down the pants. Um, not a fan of the Rangers up front. I don't think it goes with the – No, I agree um, with that. You would call that font on the back. Yeah, I agree with that um, too. Their, their home jersey looks like a knockoff baseball team in a movie that couldn't get yes, the rights. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's a little tough. Like it looks like it literally looks like they took the the logo on the the box art for Major League and just wrote yep. Rangers on it. Yep, I agree. Which and I mean I look at that too because with the patch for the inaugural season, I, I might have to ask my dad to correct us. So we must have, might have to amend this moving forward. I think he did some of the decking for the new Ranger Stadium. Oh, very. Um, yeah, he's he's done a couple like the uh, the Cubs. When they did the new players' lounge and all that, he helped do some of the decking there. That's um, awesome. The new Brave Stadium, he did the same thing. So, yeah, it's cool. We I got some blueprints to show you one of these days. All righty, um, love to see that. Yeah, but, but I I think you know the Rangers they tried there. I I don't think they look as good as Toronto with the light no, blue. The Toronto I mean, light blue is that's that that might be one of my favorite New Jerseys that's out there. Well, I think between the Twins and Toronto going to that light blue, um, I like how the Phillies brought it back, too. We won't talk about the burgundy jerseys. Yeah, the Saturday Night Specials that they burned in the 70s. Well, they burned them this time, too, because they got shellacked in them, but we digress. Yeah, they're literally cursed. They're cursed jerseys. They don't – they're like 0-3. They're fucking zipper on them. Yeah, they're 0-3 wearing them. They wore – or 0-2. They've only worn them twice. The first time they wore them in the 70s – Mike Schmidt just burned them. Anyway. I mean, um, they're fully polyester. They go quick. But these light blue jerseys. Yes. Um, especially with the Twins. I mean, don't – they'll probably try to – I think it would be cool since this coming year. The uh, Winter Classic will be in Target Field. It would be really cool if the NHL and MLB somehow crossed over mm-hmm. for the game. Where the jerseys, quote unquote, that the Minnesota Wild will be wearing look similar to the Twins or vice versa. Yeah. Um, I think cool. that type of cross promotion should happen for. I'm sure there probably would be something there. Because, um, you know, I'm sure in the state of hockey that they probably already do a wild night or a hockey night or something. Like the Flyers or the Phillies do a Flyers night um, where the. The, where you know a number of Flyers players come and hit batting practice, so I'm sure that they definitely they have to do that with the Wild, and I'm sure maybe they tie that into yeah. something about. Kind of sucks they already announced they're playing the Blues. That would have been kind of cool to be like, oh, everybody come to the game so, and you you get to hear who they're playing or something like that sometime in the season. But you know, not the worst. So thing Jordy, I 
I hate to interrupt. Um, breaking news uh, per ESPN: the PGA Tour has canceled the Players Championship and all events through the Valero Open, which was scheduled April second through fifth. Okay, so it's everything before the Masters, man. Correct. Oof. So that's tough. Yeah. What, so, yeah, and I. Yeah. So the the players just canceled after one round. So it's not. It's there's nothing. Uh, man, that stinks. So, so it's not whoever's in first place today wins. It's just over. I I don't think so, Jordy. I think once again to quote it, fluid. Uh, but this just came in five minutes ago per ESPN. Um, I saw this come up. I mean, it's it's tough, man. We're we're kind of kind of going back, and I'll be remiss too. And I and I do want to say. Uh, going back to the first thing we talked about with this, Rudy Gobert, he actually apologized for his careless actions. So I, did, we yeah. don't want to be very excited on this. So I just wanted to put that out there as I'm looking at my app. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is breaking news, folks, that the PGA has canceled all events, including the players, which is currently going on now through April 2nd through 5th. Yeah, that's a uh, that is uh that's tough. Um, that was it is. one thing I was looking forward to. Uh, now we are truly Not iron covers, but it's tough. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we'll just keep living our lives, Jared. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we talked back the, to the, the jerseys. D-backs. Yes. The Before D-backs, you get the D-backs, I mean, I have a question for you. Yes, what do you please, think about that? Please. That. So you know, a bunch of teams have a number of alternates now. Both the Twins and the Nationals have now gotten up to four alternates. They have six total jerseys. That's more than the NBA. I don't know if I'm a fan of having that many jerseys. I get, like, having a jersey that you wear for day games, for home day games, for away day games, like, or a different combination. But, I mean, why do you have all these different things? Like, the Phillies Phillies are at four. They have their home home jerseys, their home day games, the throwback Thursdays, and then their away jerseys. Then sometimes they'll wear their their day game hats on. And I'm not just trying to use, yep. like, oh, everybody have four, like, basketball and, and the Phillies. But it just seems six, – six jerseys just seems wild to me. So I think it comes back to when I when I took a tour of Wrigley – and you've taken a tour of Wrigley before, correct? No, I have not. Oh, okay. I did so at their, their, like, facilities across the street, but not at the actual stadium. Okay. So when I took a tour, there's actually, as you walk out from the, the home dugout – out towards the field or the old home dugout, excuse me, uh, or locker room. There actually was a thing that showed if this is the what the jersey should look like. Mm-hmm. Does your jersey look correct? Now, we've had some – we've seen some hiccups, and I still don't understand how a major league player can screw jersey parts up. Um, but there is a certain amount of socks you can wear, pants. You know, your jersey's already hanging there, or the three that are hanging there. And I think it gets to a point where you should have a home, you should have a way, and at least one solid alternate, if not two. So if you have a Sunday best, cool. But maybe it's a Friday through whatever jersey, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um I think that teams try to reinvent themselves too much. So the Padres have had dark blue for the last 30 years. Now they're going back to brown. You know, it's a way to sell jerseys. We get that. 
Um, I do not like the fact to go to the NHL. I mean, now we have the mustard yellows from the 80s that were the Penguins. I think the most iconic jersey was with the Penguins are the, the block Pittsburgh across the chest or the white ones that have the RoboPen. You bring those back in a new new iteration or the RoboPen jersey from the early 2000s, the 97s through the 2000s, people are going to snap them up under Adidas. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. Yes. Um, if you, I mean, the Astros, correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't brought back the Sunrise jerseys, correct? I mean, they have a little bit. Kind of. It's not It's not exactly what it was. It's kind of like with uh, like the Capitals going back to what is effectively yep. their old logo, but really isn't. Uh, and they wear like a, a, they'll sometimes wear the full old, old jersey, but then their current alternate jersey is also kind of their old jersey something like that yeah so i mean it's one of those where i wish teams would do a little bit more of that um i think six is excessive um i think i can't remember what washington's team was before i mean if you're gonna do that just go back to a senator's jersey and be done with it like a legitimate senator's jersey, mm-hmm. not because na- the national script goes off the senators. Well, yeah. So, you know, my, yeah. So it's it's funny, and it's funny that that you say that because the twins were the senate one of the senators. Senators, the original senators, I think, moved to Minnesota, and then another senators moved to Texas to become the Rangers. It's all kind of wild. It absolutely is, yeah. and. Um, I don't know. I, I think we, we overthink it as, an or, as organizations, as fans. Um, I mean, once again, I'm very lucky that in, in my town, in my city, we have all the same colors. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. Really, it, it's, we're the only professional sports city that has that. And that's not a braggart. That's just a cool fact. I wish that Philly had that because that's such a cool thing when – as much as I don't like somebody wearing a football jersey to a Flyers game because it clashes, if you have all the same colors, it's always black and gold. Sure. It's always orange and black. It's always green and white and, and silver. Um, so, and okay, we'll pose this. If you, for Philadelphia, what would you want your primaries to be? Your primary colors for every team? Oh, want probably red, white, and blue. You know, for that would American, make sense. Yeah, for the American Revolution, a lot of a lot of places do that, and obviously Washington is yeah. two and a half hours away, so it's not. You know, so they're yeah. and they they effectively do now the Redskins, notwithstanding. Yes. Um, but even the Defenders, you know, the XFL team that may or may not return at this point. How about that? They're, that I went not. to. Well, they're, they're not not, 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 not in 2020, but who knows if they come back? In, that I'm saying that in 2021. If they come back, um, I think they will. I think they will. And were you part of? I had. I haven't asked you this yet. Were you part of the beer snake? I was not. We were on the other side of the stadium, but it was. Oh, it was like the Great Wall of China. You could see it vividly from anywhere. That's amazing. Even That's when amazing. it was like only halfway up the. So I haven't even talked about this. So this is a, this is a fun yes. one. Since we're basically done talking about jerseys anyway. So we yeah so, I was gonna say we have, we have the D backs and the Reds and the Nats and I think that's a yeah, yeah well the, the Nats is the same shit that they've had and the Reds we, I think we talked about it a little bit D backs they got rid of the D backs they got rid of the weird shoulder pad scale shit so good it was that called was softball jerseys yeah 
Uh, that was weird anyway. You you you're not weird anymore, Arizona. Even though you may now, you may end up playing in Vancouver, which we talked about. Um, yeah. So go to the XFL this past this past Sunday, the second to last ever game of the 2020 season because they played a game on at night that night. And uh, DC Defenders they play in Audi Stadium where the where DC United plays. Uh, I mentioned on the. NL West podcast, I did not have them, but saw that they like to be punny with the names of their food. So, Jared, the chicken tenders were called the DC Detenders. Oh, come on. And what the Defenders have become famous for, as they were not the ones who created this, the Cubs have infamously done it and tried, or fans have done it, and the Cubs staff has tried to discourage it, and apparently it's been a big thing in European soccer for years, and apparently that came from rugby but it's the beer snake. And what that is, is people stacking cups so large, you may have played the game Wizard Staff in college where you duct tape beer cans on top of each other. Think of that, but stacking cups. What they do is they get the stack so high that it goes, it spans dozens of rows. And I mentioned the Cubs try to discourage it because... I guess what if it falls onto the field like the time that a Cubs fan spilled a beer on Shane Victorino? Oh, man. That was just a jab of... Well, I guess he must have been a Philly fan in Cubs uniform. Sorry. I wanted to uh, throw that out there. But anyway, yeah. but anyway. The people the Defenders games were throwing cups to the people making the beer snake. So it went from being nice. 10 rows deep to 20 rows deep and all of a sudden you start seeing the fluorescent highlighter shirts of the staff at Audi Field coming down to the tunnel to help gather cups to build the beer snake and at one point Jared the beer snake broke in half and the entire stadium booed it oh no people were paying more attention and we're getting pumped about the beer snake than the football game that the defenders were winning. Defenders were an underdog going into the game. They were not supposed to beat the St. Louis Battlehawks, but they did. Hmm. Which, wow. A couple, you know, we mentioned Vince McMahon maybe being the one to, if they were still going to broadcast games, which now there are no more, they just canceled their season outright. There was, they mic'd up someone. We did not figure out who they mic'd up on the field, but someone was mic'd up, and you could hear grunts. You could hear crunches too of the pads hitting each other. It was the it was cool, but it was I had no idea that 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 was a thing that was going on. It was it was an interesting experience. It was different than than any other sporting event that I'd really been to. It felt like the quality of play felt like a Division One AA college football game. Um, we know those. Yeah, I mean, it, literally though, like quarterbacks that aren't really making their throws, wide receivers running weird routes, having one or two guys in the offense be kind of dominant. Um, And then the extra point rule was interesting. And the reason why I say interesting is that both times that there were touchdowns by the defenders, they only went for one. So they just sat up on the two yard line, Um, which, you know, you've seen that in NFL games a billion times. We wanted to see him go for two. Were they set up on the five or even go for three? Set up on the ten? I thought that would have been cool. 
Uh, but the kickoff, Jared, had to be the craziest thing. Have you seen what they do for the kickoff in the oh, XFL? Yeah. Nobody was, moves. No one moves. And what they do is they have the referees stand. There's four of them. For one, they have like eight referees that are standing on the field, which feels like way too many referees. But four of them on a kickoff, two are standing behind the receiver and two are standing probably 10 yards back behind the kicking team, the 10 guys on the kicking team. Okay. And they can't move until the guy catches the ball. So it's almost like, think of the hot chick in the Fast and the Furious that that waves the race. She throws her arm down. It's like that. The guy catches the ball and and they all throw their arm down. That's when everybody knows when to move. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was like, I'd seen it on TV before, but it was wild to see in person because there's, you know, like a minor league baseball game, there's something going on at every possible moment. And this is a football game where there's a lot of downtime. And even mid-series, there's, you know, pumping for, you know, some advertisement or some little mini game that's sponsored by somebody. Um, oh. Yeah, so it was very interesting. It had this feel, and there was big names out there, like, you know, that you may have seen Ooh. in the NFL. Um, but then they also really love their tagline, which is, for the love of football. Use that a ton. Almost like they are really shoving it down your throat. So that was interesting. So speaking of uh, interesting. Okay. Before we go on to our last topic, um, which will be the National Stock Car Auto Racing Association, uh, or NASCAR. National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. God, I screwed that up. Um, trackable pucks. Have you talked about that yet? No, we have not talked about that for uh, if the when whenever the NHL playoffs start. Yeah, so folks, if you, if you haven't heard yet, the NHL Game 1 of the Stanley Cup playoffs is going to go to a trackable puck. Um, and cool not seen since i couldn't tell you what year but since you turned it off on your nhl series on your gaming console where since you can't Fox see the lost the rights to the nhl who what's that excuse me <laughs> remember the remember the the puck highlighter on Fo- on That's the what nhl on Fox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah was that gary was gary thorne on that was he if I, I thought he was always espn espn okay yeah. Speaking about salty, they can't have uh, the NHL, but we digress. But yeah, folks, there's going to be player trackers and puck trackers moving up. So um, that's something to watch about. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that moving forward when the NHL season starts back up, especially the playoffs here on the uh, bullpen cart um, and Thunder Blog Sports. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting thing. I, I can't well, I say I'm a fan of it. So I think it's really interesting in terms of like the stats they can get. As long as the physics aren't different, which I'd hope they would have, you know, tested yeah. this, um, but and they wouldn't do this because teams have played odd, you know, different level, different numbers of games, and that would make a difference yeah. in terms of standing. For instance, Vancouver's played two less games than Edmonton. Calgary's played one less game than Edmonton. Uh, the reason why that okay. makes makes a difference is that currently, and what I'd hope if they. What what I was about to say, I hope they do, and then realize it'd be stupid, is that they just keep the playoff matchups as is and just say, let's start the playoffs. But Vancouver has played less games, and 
in theory, they just win one of their two games and Calgary loses, then they'd flip, they'd flip-flop. Yeah. The reason why I bring up Calgary yeah, no is that they're currently slated to play Edmonton, and the Flyers mm. and Penguins would be slated to play each other. Which oh, means, that'd be great. Which means we'd, get, we'd hopefully get some form, maybe both, both battles of insert province or state, some form of a goalie fight in the playoffs. And I think it would happen in Edmonton, Calgary, but I want to just throw our our rivalry in there too to say, hey, you know, America, America, we're we're just as tough as Canada. Um, I mean, I th- I think as a president, you have every right to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, but man, if but I've said it a billion times, if I could just if I could rig one thing about about the playoffs after the goalie fight, I need I need Edmonton, Calgary, whether it's and you know, good for the for the Vegas Golden Knights that they were so hot coming into this the Corona break. We'll call it. Um, everybody call the everybody call the Tony Romo line and tell them tell them about your feelings of the the, the Corona break. Corona light. Yeah, that, that's our that's our one Corona coronavirus joke for the episode. Um, but as hot as Vegas has been, I think Edmonton could could maybe surpass them, which means Calgary would have to go down to the. To the wild, the the second or the first wild card, which possible, I guess. Connor is back. He is back. That's the one thing that I, that so kind of kind of going back to. It's nice that the uh, they just suspended and will continue. I doubt that that they'll they'll probably give some sort of abbreviated version of the remaining schedule. But again, uh, who knows? Great. Because they because they've played different different numbers of games. So maybe they just do the remaining schedule at this point for the NHL. But I have the Flyers pass, and I was supposed to go on Sunday to see the Oilers. And I was really excited. And originally I was like, if they if they just make it close to the public, like that stinks, I get my money back. But that stinks, like I don't get to see Connor McDavid and Leon Dreitzel and all of them. But, and now it's suspended, and maybe they play the rest of the games, and maybe I get to go see, you know, the, the Oilers, because they're... They're just fun to see live. I've seen them. I don't think I saw them last year, but I've seen them most of the years since McDavid came up. And he's just so much fun to watch in person. It's just incredible. But I digress. The the trackable puck is going to be very interesting. I hope they don't stuff the whatever stats they want to try to come up with in the moment because they're going to need it. They're going to need to get a lot of data, and this isn't just Jordy, the statistics major from Lehigh University, saying this, which they are not known for their math. Humble, humble brag. Um, but for real, though, like you want to come up yeah. with some sort of stat that, that you're introducing on the spot that maybe uh, someone who's looked at advanced hockey analytics, of which not that it's not that publicly distri- distributed versus baseball versus football, versus football versus basketball at this point. Um, you know, the, the advanced the advanced analytics are a little more you know, proprietary, we'll put it that way. So if you want to just then use that as an opportunity to make it a public thing, you're going to need to do basically what golf has done the last couple of years with them changing their rules and be like, all right, everybody, let's sit down. Here's the deal with what – I don't even know. I can't even name you a statistic of this. Sure. Let's call it, you know, the – the the Barnes factor, the smash factor. Use a little uh, five hundred. Oh, no. We new season. We can bring it back. We can bring it back for the new season. I had to temporarily ban it from from my shots because I was screwing up every time the word was said. 
the t- the word tur- the word turned on me. I used it for all my fantasy Don't teams, and it turned on me. But um, oh man, so Jared, because I googled, because I googled hats, I'm now getting banner ads for lids. <laughs> it's popping up Oof. on my computer. Yeah. Cookies. I think it's a good segue to get out of that. Internet cookies. Uh, but let's no, let's jump to that last segment, the NASCAR. So I think the last thing, and I found this out today, folks, and as your NASCAR uh, – God, I can't even say correspondent anymore. I'm terrible. You're the expert. There's a lot of changes coming to um, – so one of the things, you might not know this, your NASCAR does not have a corporate sponsor. Um, I grew up with the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, as most of the folks older who know this series – would know it as but then uh suing all the tobacco companies didn't work so hot so they became the the nextel cup which then became the sprint cup which then became the monster energy series and now currently the top series in nascar does not have a sponsor the gander gander mountain the gander truck series you have xfinity the ivory tower not very far away from either of us here jordy of a uh, comcast sponsors the bush series which is now quote unquote the xfinity series NASCAR doesn't have corporate sponsors. So one of the things they're looking to go towards is the schedule has been changed. We're going to have our first double header here in, I believe it is June. Let me qualify this. Yes. So June 27th and 28th of this year, which I think, and we've talked about going to a NASCAR race. This might be the call. NASCAR is going to have the first ever NASCAR race on a Saturday and then a Sunday. Uh, this year at Pocono Raceway in Long Pond, Pens- Long Pond Pennsylvania, uh, which is not very far from here, about two hours at most. And they'll also have an Xfinity Series race and a Truck Series race as well there. And I actually took a look today, Jordy. Tickets for both days, it's buck eighty-five per day. I mean, not terrible, but if you get to see all that racing, not too, too bad. It's not bad at all. No, so, and then there's also other options where there's food included and everything for like 250 a day. I mean, even if you go to one of them, that's pretty damn good. And it's And it's also like shaded and all that, but I digress. So NASCAR is looking at this moving forward with the new schedule and also to like the different tracks. So I think a race we need to watch this year. Um, the playoffs actually begin on my birthday, September 6th this year at Darlington with the Bojangles 500. But Bojang- then October 11th, so the Bojangles 500, it's the Southern 500. There's an interesting thing. The day before the playoffs begin, or the weekend before, you have, or the two weeks before you have Dover, which was normally the last race, NASCAR are starting this year. With the Daytona 500, and I'm going to stop right there and let everybody know that Ryan Newman is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than a brain injury, a brain bruise, roughly is what they're calling it. He had no damage to his limbs or anything else. Um, There's a great interview he did with today on NBC. Um, Check it out if you can. Yeah. But Ryan Newman's great after that horrific wreck. Yeah, that was tough. That, that, That was tough. And you remember, I looked at you and I showed it to you. I was like, Jesus Christ, I think he's dead. Yeah, we were we were scared. Yeah. So we move forward to August 29th. The last race before the playoffs begin this year is Daytona. 
the Firecracker 400 on July 4th was always Daytona, or the Pepsi 400 or now the Coke 400. No, no, it's now the Brickyard. The Brickyard is now the date is now the quote unquote Daytona date around July Fourth weekend. So NASCAR is shifting everything to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, so, and then you have the cutoff races. So September nineteenth for the playoffs is Bristol. Bristol is the first cutoff race. Oh, interesting. Then the next cutoff race is the Roval or the Road Course Oval at Charlotte, which is a great watch. If you haven't watched it yet, it's just spectacular because they race through the middle of it it's another road course then the last playoff race is martinsville which is the the tricky paperclip it looks like a paperclip it's a night race in november which there's a good possibility in martinsville virginia there will be snow however homestead miami no longer has the last race of the season now if i'm looking back here it's miami a hotbed for nascar the Homestead Miami race, Jordy, has been moved to March 22nd. Interesting. So in 10 days here, after the Atlanta race this weekend, they will go to Homestead. Homestead has been the final race in NASCAR since we were in high school, if not before that. So they've just, because of snow and everything like that, Atlanta, Atlanta used to be the second race in the season. It's now the fifth race in the season. So NASCAR went on the West Coast swing to Las Vegas. So they have just flip-flopped everything this year. So why why, why all the changes? Uh, just the this, this year fact, it was the early 90s. There was actually snow in Atlanta. Um, with these, these closer to the East Coast tracks, it made more sense for them to go warmer and then come back. Okay. Um, kind of even though baseball is being postponed for two weeks, it's going to be a little bit warmer for opening day. Yeah. No, no. It's like what golf does. Golf stays in California for a bit. Then they stay in Florida. Then they go to Texas right before the Masters. Then they do Georgia. Yep. Or they were supposed to, but yeah. Yeah. So the final race of the season is going to be at IMS Phoenix. Interesting. But that's not the biggest changes that are coming to NASCAR. Next year or late next year, Maybe the 2022 season. They're going to go very similar to what uh, it's called IMS. And there might be a time in the near future where you will not just have Ford, Chevy, and Toyota. Okay, Honda might be coming into the sport. They are well, actually testing a new, a new car. Honda, the official car of the NHL, might be a fourth. Or you might go to way back in the day when you'd go to Daytona and there was a Ford, there was a Chevrolet, there was the Pontiac, there was a Mercury, there was a, we'll just say for all intents and purposes, a Honda, and even though they weren't NASCAR, a Ferrari, there could even be a Volkswagen. So NASCAR is going into a sport now. The Xfinity Series does this now where there's carbon fiber bodies and all the bodies are the same, but you put the decals on. And I'll send you the link, Jordy, about it's from Auto Week. But I read this today and I didn't realize what's happening in NASCAR right now with everything that's moving forward with how they're changing the sport. So essentially it'll be it'll be one body. And then you'll have all the decals, primary sponsors. But some of the biggest changes include 
it'll go towards almost an F1 feel where there's one lug nut in the tires, no longer five. So, and they, you know, they're, and they change and they do it again. It'll just be like F1. That's it. Change on, change off. As well as for more safety issues, uh, there will be a lock nut, kind of as you see with the refueling. So that happens there. And, and, and understandably, this will folks will lose jobs. Uh, they're even considering having that air uh, jack that goes under the car. It's no longer somebody with a pump and a half and the car is up in the air. It might be just you put, put it in the back. It's like F1. So this is because... Unfortunately, the sport has become so expensive. We have gone from a 43-car field to a 40-car field uh, in NASCAR, as well as there's no longer the secondary sponsors all over the quarter panels where you used to see uh, you'd have a gear shifter and you'd have Raybestos and you had this and that. You'd have some mom-and-pop company. There's The cars look empty these days. So with... The lack of, excuse me, it's the IMSA series, WeatherTech okay. and Michelin, for that. Michelin might even come in. They're considering coming in as another tire as compared to Goodyear. And Goodyear has been a tire for years for NASCAR. There, there's going to be so many changes coming to, to the sport that, you know, the good old boys and girls aren't happy about it. But I think this really narrows the field a little bit where it's like, this is what you have try and find a way to make the car faster on the mechanical. They're even considering going away from the H configuration in the transmission to a straight six with flip panels. Uh, Yeah. There are so many changes that could come moving forward where it's more of how are you as a driver and not necessarily your equipment, Um, you know, straight axles, you name it, man. It, it's it's going to get very interesting, which happens in the sport moving forward. And we will see what happens. Uh, but reading this today, I went, wow. You know, they're, they're, it's a new era. They're no longer, quote, unquote, stock cars that you would see in your dealership tomorrow morning or Tuesday once you listen to this podcast. Um, there's It's going to be neat. And, and, and I'm looking forward to it because there needs to be something that really helps the sport out because I, I was kind of disappointed today listening to the radio and saying, oh, the major sports, the last major sport that doesn't have fans is golf. What about stock car racing? Yeah. It's the number one spectator sport in America, and it's not even considered a major sport. And I get why. However, maybe these changes will be good. You know, you, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, you know, keep uh, moving on with the, I guess, mechanical evolution. I don't, I don't know the best way to put it. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a big car guy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got you. But I mean, I mean, hell, we we've gone long here tonight, Jordy, and I and I appreciate the fact that that, that we did this pod tonight. Um, you know, we talked through some of the the hard aspects of what's going on right now, and, and like we said before, it's probably going to get a little bit worse before it gets better, but. Even with or without sports, I think the human element in our families are the more important thing of all this. And, you know, good friends as well. So I I appreciate, as always, having a chance to be with you either over the interwebs, the series of tubes, or or right here in the command center. So thank you, buddy. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you coming on. Like I mentioned, you know, uh, a lot of moving parts to everything, including how the podcast goes. Um, Not to try to make ourselves... 
keep uh, you know not try to size ourselves up to you know the, the obvious world you know the current events around the world um or even in the sporting world but you know i'm glad that you were available to to heed the call and i'm glad you reached out and you know we'll keep Always. um we'll keep on keeping on and and we will be back at some point next week uh at least with one division preview i've one potted up with two of our good buddies jared to do the al west which should be fun and i'm not sure when we're recording it but it will be coming soon um so keep an eye out for that make sure that you subscribe to everything find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, search the bullpen cart, Thunder BLG on Twitter, Thunderbug Sports on Instagram and Facebook, join the Facebook group so you can partake in the polls, all that good stuff. But Jared, once again, I appreciate it, man. Everybody have a great weekend. Stay safe, wash your hands and buy anybody, or I guess you have to get a prescription, but buy drugs over the counter if you can, if you feel like you need them, go see a doctor if you feel sick and uh, I guess go sports. And, and Philly, I always say stay classy, but help your fellow man this time around. That's everybody around. Let's let's do this the right way, folks. It's, it's going to get better. So for, from us here at the Thunder blog, we hope this is a little reprieve from what's going on. We keep putting this out, but everybody stay classy. Woo.